Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. This is the month of uh, February. The month is dedicated to the Holy Family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Save our soul. Paul, I'm 10-8. I'm reporting for duty. What about you, my friend? Ready to go. Ready to go. Hey, we wanna, we're going to talk about... Uh, there's a good friend of the show, Deacon Harold Shivers. Uh, one of the... Uh, he's, a, he's a lay Catholic evangelist, apologist, a theologian. Uh, and this guy's just, you know, one of those guys that's just very measured and tempered. But he's a truth teller. He's been speaking the truth in charity for decades. And uh, he's got a short little video about how Catholics should view critical race theory. Uh, what about Black Lives Matter and the defund the police movement? Uh, I want you to hear Deacon Shivers in his own, in his own words. It's about four minutes, a little over four minutes long. And then me and Paul are going to make some comments. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? Take a look at the Black Lives Matter organization. The push for critical race theory in our schools. The defund the police movement. All these groups advocate for broad institutional overhauls to fix racial tensions with the use of power. They don't see society as made up of individuals, but as a series of intersectional groups jockeying for position. Like a contest between teams, each demographic struggling for power over the others. But let me tell you, the loudest voices have it all wrong. At best, they're incomplete because they aren't rooted in the universal truths of the gospel. The wounds of racism will never be healed by further division or anger-fueled responses or radical institutional revolution. Those aren't Christian approaches to change. And when we look further into how these ideologies see the human person, it's clear why their plans won't work. They're founded on the belief that we're born racist. But that's not true. God created us good. We're not born racist. Here's a perfect example. Look at kids playing at a playground. They're happy to play with all kids, white, black, Asian, Hispanic, they don't see color. So if we're not born with it, where does racism come from? It's a learned behavior. Those little kids see something on TV. They hear a joke from their older cousin. They see something on social media, and that can lead to a belief and an attitude of racial superiority. It's a learned behavior rooted in our human tendency to sinfulness. So what's our response as Christians? Guess what? We're all sinners in need of God's mercy. We ask for his mercy and he gives it to us. But it's not just for us to keep for ourselves. We must allow it to work through us in our relationships. But we can't heal anything if we're not in relationship with others. So what do we do? As a church, Let's bring our communities together. You've got the black parish down the street from the white parish. 
you've got the Vietnamese parish across from the Mexican parish. Let's get them together. Let's share food. Let's share our culture and our experiences. Let's share and explain the things that are meaningful to us. And from that, you'll start building relationship and sharing friendship. This more grassroots approach might sound small scale. And that's exactly the point. No large scale institutional power can accomplish what merciful, genuine relationships can. Then it's in those relationships that you start to see what St. Paul described in Galatians. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free person. There is not male nor female, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. That's the goal, that we're all one in Christ Jesus. Until we can do this, the racial tensions of today will remain the racial tensions of tomorrow. So let's lead the charge against the divisive rhetoric and weaponized language of today's racial divide. Let's see past intersectional groups and stereotypes and see people the way God sees them. And then we can go about building a civilization of respect and love. I'm Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Catholic speaker and author for Edify. Good job, Deacon Shivers. Uh, yeah, Jess, let's, think, let's make a note. Deacon Shivers is a black man as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he sure is. In uh, fact, yeah. uh, I, I know him real well. Uh, he, yeah. he's, TBN Channel invited him a couple of years ago because they, they see him preach all the time. He's always on EWTN yeah. and he's yeah. all over YouTube. EWTN invited him and uh, they said, man, we would love to have you on EWTN, but you're going to have to modify your some of your teachings and we can make you the next, uh, you know, and they started throwing names out there. Deacon Shiver said, you guys obviously don't know me that well. I'm a Catholic to the core, he says, uh, and uh, I only preach the Catholic gospel. But uh, well, yeah, I'm he, uh, he walked away from a million dollar contract uh, yeah. and he says, no, I can't. I, I, there's no way I, I'm going to uh, redact the gospel. I'm a Catholic and thanks for the offer, but uh, I'll stay Catholic. Well, uh, uh, as it should be, you know, I wouldn't expect anything anything less. Um, I'm just curious, though, like Raymond Arroyo, he seems to do well on uh, EWTN, uh, uh, you know? Uh, oh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, I meant TBN, the TBN uh, channel. Uh, yeah, sorry, uh, oh, I misspoke. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting yeah. ready to say, is, what's going on with EWTN? Is no, 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 to... I'm sorry, yeah. I, my mistake. Yeah. Dick Shivers has been invited to the TBN channel. He's met with all the high, high muckety-mucks yeah. there. They love the way he preaches, and they've they've offered him employment. Year, and he just uh, yeah. he says, "Are you kidding me? I'm a Catholic yeah. to the core." So, yeah, well, uh, those guys, oh, yeah, the, the the Crouch family. Uh, that's a whole. Uh, that's like the bite. Oh, I hate to say it. I, I probably shouldn't say it, but uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to say it. I'll just say that uh, you know we need to pray for them. Well, I just would say they preach a, a false gospel, Paul. They, they, everybody on the TV channel. There you go. They're, they're part of the health and wealth uh, prosperity gospel doctrine. That's exactly. a false gospel. No in redemptive fact, was... suffering. Yeah, uh, that's a false gospel. That's not the gospel of the New Testament. That's not the gospel of no. Jesus Christ. It's an American gospel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. It's 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 not. 
it, you know, listen, I don't know very many Protestants. You know, I you know, I came up through the Protestant circles. Well, the yeah. circles that I came up in, they wouldn't touch them with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're basically considered uh, something other than uh, genuine, uh, even in Protestant circles. Yeah. So, well, uh, yeah, Paul, here's a couple of things I want to say about critical race theory. Number one, uh, <clears throat> the when, when you go deep behind this. And, and the person behind the critical race theory, uh, it's uh, the dark money of uh, billionaire George Soros. There's many articles that attribute he's the one that's funneled massive amounts of uh, cash into the pockets of, of radical left-wing activists to take up government positions in communities all over the country. Specifically, Soros targets local school boards. He funds people's campaigns for local school boards. And I hate to say it, but he's, he's been very successful. Uh, yeah. So these public schools all over the country that are with Soros-appointed people, with Soros-appointed money, they're relentlessly pushing critical race theory, and they're convincing America's children that they need, for example, that they need to change their sexual preferences, they need to change their gender identities, <clears throat> that uh, you know they have to hate their race. Uh, yeah. And, and so... Uh, he he's the one that's been wildly successful, especially in red states. Soros is pumping his money into red states, and and a lot of these teachers that are already have bought into Marxist critical race theory, they're indoctrinating our students with CRT. And again, if you're not familiar with CRT, it's essentially this: it's the doctrine that all white people are oppressors. And that your skin color determines everything about you. Well, guess what? I reject that. And, and uh, beyond this, CRT also teaches kids that America's evil to its core and that everything that makes our country great is secretly racist. Paul, comments? Yeah. I don't know why you reject it, Jess, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting some reparations here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, easy there. Easy, easy. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, nothing new here. We've been talking about this for years on this show. And when you know the word of God, Jess, uh, the word of God, uh, David said, thy word have I hidden in my heart so that I might not sin against thee. A uh, couple of comments. Number one, if you just look at it, and it, so, it sounds like, you know, there's just natural efforts to, you know, this George Soros doing this. and But in reality, you and I both know, and we've discussed it, there is a diabolical yeah. element Amen. that is behind this. And see, yeah. if you ever doubted whether or not the devil is real, <laughs> look no further than what's going on in the world. Because um, if you're not, you know, solid in your faith, if you're not in communion with the Lord, receiving him body, blood, soul, and divinity, uh, you're pretty much powerless uh, in this world to resist uh, uh, the, the devil. Correct. You, you agree with that, Jess? <laughs> or absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so the whole thing is with this race thing, and, and we've talked about it before, Jess, um, I, I'm hearing the music. We'll pick it up on the other side of the break. <laughs> you got it. Jesus 911, stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
now. Back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. We're talking about how Catholics should view critical race theory in light of the short little video that we watched with Deacon Shivers, uh, where he talks about Black Lives Matter, defund the police movement, uh, and uh, just the whole Marxist racist theory. Paul, you were making some comments right before the break. Can you continue? Yes, Jess. Um, so, so the way I see this, I see a big connection here, a huge connection. And we've talked about these things on the show before. But uh, uh, Bella Dodd, uh, uh, you know, is a is a prime example of how she would, you know, she admits that she actively uh, recruited. Um, uh, uh, communists to infiltrate yes. the Catholic Church. Seminary. Okay, now, infiltrate yeah, the yeah, 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 and essentially, and why, why this effort? You know, what's so, what's the thing about communism? Because communism is slavery, Jess. Yes. And Jesus said, He came. If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. And and we can see as communist manifests itself, there's no freedom there. You're not even free to leave the country. Mm-hmm. And so likewise, then the reason why this country is under so much attack, it's because of the Marxist communist ideology that has infiltrated uh, at the university level. And now they're trying to, you know, start, you know, our children from from day one. But but uh and then they use these tactics, like uh, you know, if you've ever uh, saw Alinsky's uh, Rules for Radicals, you know, he basically, you know, it's it's basically a game plan on how to disrupt the system, and the system. Why why is it necessary for them to disrupt the system? It's because the Antichrist, who is basically uh, the uh, the devil's imitation. Because that's what the devil does. He's a counterfeiter, exactly. uh, you know, of, of Christ. This is um, uh, when he comes onto the scene. Uh, he's here to enslave the world, not to free the world like Christ. What say you, Jess? Pa- Paul, you're you're absolutely right. That's exactly what communism is. It's it's enslavement through the government. The bigger the government, the smaller the people. That's communism. And uh, <clears throat> just a little bit of analysis, a little bit of history. It it was in August of 1862 that Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, and uh, this was this was what got uh, the institution of slavery. This is where it started crumbling because of this document. This mm-hmm. was 1862. However, most people don't know this that already five months before the Emancipation Proclamation, Archbishop Purcell of Cincinnati publicly recommended the emancipation of all slaves five months before Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, let me fast. Let me uh, rewind to a little bit of history. Catholic popes have been talking about the evils of slavery way before Lincoln. Here's one. Pope Innocent XI died in 1689. He proclaimed that Catholics were not permitted to buy and sell black slaves. Catholics were never to engage in this activity. Christ has come to set us free, and and the, and the, and and if the Son sets you free, you're in free indeed. That was Pope Amen. Innocent XI. Rewind. Pope Paul III, fifteen thirty-seven, said 
It is forbidden for Catholics to own Indians. Catholics cannot own slaves. This is 1537. Rewind. Pope Eugene IV, 1435. He issued another address on the issue of slavery and told all the Catholics in Europe, you cannot own slaves. And if you own a slave, you must release him immediately and give him his freedom mm. immediately. So mm. you, you, the Catholic Church has been, has been hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years way before Abraham Lincoln. Don't get me wrong. I give Abraham Lincoln a lot of credit. He was a Protestant Christian and he was a man of goodwill and he did the right thing. But I can yes. just tell you, I believe it was because of so many popes that were speaking in the past. He was a literate man. He obviously knew about these proclamations, these statements. And so, uh, as also his love for the scriptures, this probably mm -hmm. had a lot to do with him saying, you know what? This is an institution that must be taken down. I'll yes. give you one more. I'll give you one more. Probably the oldest document from a bishop denouncing slavery was in the 4th century. Mm. We, we call him St. Patrick of Ireland. He was a bishop of Ireland. He was also a very, famous, a very famous exorcist back in the 4th century. He's the one that wrote and told the Irish 1,600 years ago that it is not permitted for a Catholic to own a slave. So all I'm just saying is the Catholic Church has a track record of yes. opposing slavery, which is... Which is a which is a system that's built into communism, and now it's yes. coming back through liberal modernists. Uh, they're, they're they're trying to sneak it in through Black Lives Matter, through critical race theory, and one yep. of the things that I will say about the founders of Black Lives Matter, all three of them are female black. They're witches, and they're all admittedly they're by themselves. They all say we are Marxist trained. That's yeah. the start and, of the movement. And, and, and Jess, let me clarify. You're not calling them witches. They call themselves yeah. witches. You can go on the website. Yeah. yeah. Right. They, they, they yeah. say we study witchcraft. We do, just, we do hexes yeah. and curses. Yeah. We're witches. Yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to clear, yeah. Just wanted to clear that up. So, again, this is why, um, and, and, I, and I'll pick up on this and say, a healthy Catholic church that is steeped in the tradition of the church uh, is what is the remedy for all of this. So when the Catholic Church is infiltrated, Jesus said that we are the salt of the earth. Salt, they would salt meat in order to retard the decaying process. Well, this world is decaying. We, it's unraveling before our eyes. And the, mm -hmm. the solution would be for the church to be what it was called to be, the salt of the earth, to go out and preserve, to go out and... Um, uh, whatever salt comes into contact with, Jess, it makes it salty. You don't get meaty salt. You get salty meat. This is what we're to be. This is the call for us as, as, as Catholics, and we must stick and be faithful to the our mother church. Amen. Paul, yep. also, uh, you, you've taught me this. Uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's a verse in Acts 17, 26, which basically answers the question to racism. Acts 17, 26, it reads, quote, He, that's a reference to God the Father, mm -hmm. made from one, well, made from one, and many manuscripts, many Greek manuscripts actually say from one blood. That would be a reference to Adam. 
Mm-hmm. He made from one the whole human race to dwell on the entire surface of the earth. And he fixed the ordered seasons and the boundaries of their regions, close quote. So notice, the Bible says, I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, or Asian, we all come from Adam, the first man. Well, what color was Adam? I don't know. I don't really care. But you know what? (laughs) That's irrelevant. I just know that I have existence because of Adam. But I'll tell you what, if if it's that big of a deal for you, hopefully when you get to heaven, please God, you get to heaven, you can ask him when you get there. It's yes. it's irrelevant. I really don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that's a mic drop moment because you know <laughs> at, at that point, understanding that listen, we are all sons of the first Adam, but it doesn't end there because we know that the second Adam, Jesus Christ, we know that the new Eve, our blessed mother, uh, she is the mother of all the living. If you want to live, if you want to be alive in Christ then you must be connected to the new Eve. She must be your mother. Uh, That's our blessed mother. Uh, She is your mother. Uh, This is something that uh, it it seems to be lost, particularly amongst, you know, I I just saw, uh, as a matter of fact, just I saw a a video on YouTube of a Methodist minister who converted over to the Catholic faith. And he, because he embraced, all the different Catholic uh, dogma and doctrines on our blessed mother. And he understood that this was historic, authentic Christianity. And it caused him to uh, convert over to the Catholic church. Amen. All I could say is this, uh, communism is the arch enemy of Catholicism. You have 150 years of papal proclamation stating as such. And, And Western civilization put an end to slavery, but it put an end to slavery because of the Catholic Church. It was the leadership of the Catholic Church, papal statements, statements from bishops. I mean, all the way back to the letter of Philemon in the New Testament, this is where we draw our, 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 our Catholic ethics, where we know that owning another human person is absolutely wrong. It goes yeah. against the dignity of the human person. Yes, yes. And the answer is not to tear down so that we can build back better, Jess. Uh, because the because listen, it's the church, uh, you know, that it has been fighting. You remember, Satan is the prince, or he's the he's the god of this world. And I say God, little G, you know, right? Because you know, and so what the church has always been a stopgap measure placed by God to restrain the evil in the world. That in the midst of the storm, and the storm is raging, that uh, human beings, the sons of Adam, can find shelter in the ark, in, in, in the new ark of God, you know, and 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 uh, and, and and obviously stand against, you know, uh, 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 find salvation. That's Absolutely. that's what the purpose of the church is, and and so we have to look at all of these things that are reflected in the physical world and understand that they are nothing more than. Um, uh, uh, Things that uh, communicate spiritual realities. There's a there's a paragraph in the Catechism. Maybe I'll look it up in, during the break. But it says this. It says mm-hmm. that the scattered family of Adam and Eve is to mm-hmm. be re- reunited under the Catholic Church under the Lordship of Christ. So that's the mission of the Catholic Church to reunite the scattered family of Adam and Eve. Like the other day, yes. we had a we had a young black convert uh, that we interviewed. 
He says he was impressed going to Holy Mass, sitting next to an Asian couple, Hispanic couple, a Caucasian couple. Yes. He says people from all walks of life, he says, all around him, he said, worshiping God and praying to God. He says, he says I didn't see that growing up in a black Baptist church. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, and if you, yeah, we talked about the fact that, you know, most um, uh, in Protestant churches, uh, you know, it, it, it all centers around how charismatic the pastor is. I mean, it's all about the pastor. And if a pastor leaves, it's a big deal within Protestantism because, you know, he's the center. But in every Catholic church, uh, and as it should be, and it's not, unfortunately, I'll say, but that tabernacle should be front and center and center in the most prominent part of the church. Why? Amen. Because inside that tabernacle is our Lord Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity in sacramental form. Yes. Amen. And, and, and he's the center of our church, Jess. To him be all glory, honor, and praise. Amen. And no one else. Christ and Christ alone is... We'll be back. Hey, we're going to talk about another topic. We're going to switch gears. We want to uh, call balls and strikes here. Why is it that nobody calls the riots evil? Huh? Well, you'll hear from us. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency... Dial 888-526-2151. The Summer of Shame. Why Why is it that during uh, two years, for just about two years, there was riots happening around the country, complete anarchy, complete insurrection, complete civil terrorism in our, in our streets, and nobody dared to call them evil? Hmm. Mm. So why is it that no one dares to call them evil? The problem with living in a relativistic society is that it takes from us our ability to describe and analyze issues objectively. Amid the current unrest that happened for two years, many people refuse to label actions good or evil. According to this relativistic perspective, acts are morally neutral we're expected to watch the riots, but never ponder or assess their moral value. Ironically, we're faced with evil that cannot be called evil. The media mischaracterized the violent riots as, quote, mostly peaceful protests, close quote. <laughs> the wanton destruction. Yeah, I, I, I saw a lot of newscasters. Uh, there's police stations right behind them on fire. Uh Young anarchists jumping on top of police cars, burning them on, turning them on fire, lighting them up with baseball bats, smashing the windows. And you have the news anchors saying, oh, um, it's mostly peaceful riots. Yeah. With that background that I just described. You also have the wanton destruction of property as, quote, an expression of frustration and rage, close quote, according to many news anchors. And the rioters as, quote, Victims of systemic racism and their allies, close quote. These organized riots are not called evil events and attempts to overthrow law and order or insurrections to destroy America from within. Why is that? Well, I, I told Paul during the break, imagine if these rioters were pro-life, let's say traditional Latin mass attending Catholics. 
What do you think the police would have done to them? I'll tell you what, what they, the police would have done to them. They would have stopped them immediately with maximum determination and deadly force. What do you think, Paul? Absolutely. That, that was my take on it. And, uh, and I'm sure we're going to get into it uh, in the future, Jess. But uh, there was a recent article put out by LifeSite News uh, uh, from an FBI whistleblower uh, in which the, the, he said that the uh, Catholic Latin mass attendees were being surveilled and targeted by the FBI as a radical group and a white supremacist group. Uh, so what does that tell you? That tells you that just as in the Roman Empire, when the Christian church was being uh, lied, lied on, uh, you know, and targeted so many false uh, accusations. And by the way, that, that was also true of Christ. So why not his mystical body? This is what's going on here. You know, they're starting to ratchet it up and good is being called evil and evil is being called good. Continue, Jess. Yeah, and let's not let's not uh, you know sweep it under the carpet. Car- this is happening yes. under the Biden administration. This is yep. a very evil man. Yeah. So yeah, we live in a sad state of denial right now in the country. We're we're reduced to the sad state of denying good and evil, even though the rioting tends to make that distinction for us. During the riots for those two years, things always considered evil are uniting things are uniting against things always regarded as good. Reminds me of Isaiah the prophet's uh, admonition. If good and evil do not exist, then some categories like them exist and play the same roles. The nature of these things brings them together in all but name. However, for those who want to see the reality, the unrest serves to show how evil unites against what little remains of order. It unites the lawless agitators who conscientiously desire to act as evil Evil counts on the support of liberal government officials and media figures who enable it by refusing to call it what it is. Mm. And let me just make my, my, a comment myself. The, uh, the, 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 the relationship that the Democrats have with Antifa and Black Lives Matter is similar or analogous to Hitler's relationship with the brown shirts. All of these, Antifa, BLM, the brown shirts, they're all anarchists. And all of them were paramilitary arms of a regime. Mm -hmm. Pick it up from there. Yeah, well, and and just another comment to what you said, Jess. Uh, So how can this be? Well, that's because one of the goals of the communists was to take over and infiltrate our higher uh, education system. Uh, systems. And so when you go to college today, uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this out. You're going to be indoctrinated in liberalism. You're going to be indoctrinated in Marxism. And so these are the same people that go out, they get their degree in different communications or whatever, and then they go out and they become, uh, they work for the news agencies. And so they've they've already been brainwashed into this system. So yeah, yeah, this is what we're up against. Yeah, all um, of this is laid out book in a book in a book called "The Naked Communist" by Leon Klaus. He was, I think, he was a Mormon. Uh, he's a conservative. Back in the '60s, he wrote a book laying all the communists their plans through the manifesto, and it's exactly what you just said, Paul. One of them is take over the media, take over the schools, and take over the political parties. Yes. 
Yes. Um, so, okay, where are we picking up at? Uh, however? Yeah, yeah. The unrest also shows okay. intention, yeah. Okay. The unrest also shows intention on the part of the participants. What we are seeing are not isolated acts of evil that enter the scene by accident or exception. Instead, violence becomes the manner of acting by design. Exactly what we were saying. Violent rioters engage not in mostly peaceful protests, but an evil revolution to transform America through shock, indecency, terror, and brutality. What all the wow. Yes, absolutely. That, that lays this it out. shows you. Yeah. And this shows you the origin of these things. Satan. It is. Satan. That's exactly right. Chaos. He is the God little G of chaos. And that's exactly what we see going on here. Um, uh, yeah. The relativist blindness to evil flies in the face of the evidence. Yeah. The worst thing is the agitators want to appear evil. The more yeah. evil deniers insist upon their denial, the more the perpetrators of evil do their utmost to make the evil obvious and thus make its denial more irrational. Mm. The violent protest protesters make no effort to hide evil acts. Indeed, they delight in them, making no apologies to those they harm. Their shock and offend actions are way beyond the limit of human decency. Consider the alarming case of two police officers in Los Angeles who were both shot in the head from behind by a cowardly individual who fled from the scene. As the ambulance entered the hospital, protesters tried to block the way, crying out, quote, we hope they die, close quote. Yeah. Why is it that none dare call this evil? Right. Such acts are multiplying amid the unrest. Social media has embedded in our minds scenes of unspeakable brutality that none would think possible a short year ago mm -hmm. consider a poor man pulled out of his truck and kicked so hard in the head that he lay unconscious on the pavement countless videos show mob violence against the individuals who did little more than show up at the wrong place at the wrong time night yep. after night rioters in portland throw rocks fireworks objects, and containers with urine at police who try to keep order they deliberately aim to blind officers with lasers they burn flags and bibles Arsonists are setting fires to car lots, buildings, and forests, destroying property and endangering lives. These yes. are all under, let me, last sentence. These are all undeniably evil acts, yet the government officials refuse to press charges and release the arrested criminals. None dare call it evil. Paul, give me your analysis. Yes. Well, as you, we all remember the chant, Black Lives Matter. What do we want? Uh, dead cops. When do we want it? Now. Now. OK, yeah. And and yet the whole media gives them some type of legitimacy. I mean, they've got literally <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars in donations or, or at least 100 million. I don't know how much they got, but they got a lot of money. Hundreds of millions, mil hundreds of millions. Absolutely. OK, yeah. And so so what is wrong? I, we say it just on this show. Well, I'm going to say it again. Sin makes you stupid. stupid okay your intellect becomes darkened and that's what we're seeing going on all around us do you remember when they we had different people uh uh for democratic co uh sitting congress uh men and women and 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 senators 
they all didn't have a problem with watching that. They all thought it was a, a, a legitimate expression, Kamala Harris, all of them, you know, a, lit a legitimate expression for the frustration that they feel. And yet, when you saw, if you saw the same thing I saw, uh, uh, you know, on, on January 6th, uh, when those people walked in there, they weren't burning things down and, 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 and being hugely destructive. And yet, they they conducted what the, the January 6 hearings and 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 they're giving anybody they could maximum sentences you know because they were seditionists they were uh you know come on Jess you know what's we see what's really going on here and uh it's unfortunate but we need to see it for what it is we need to put on our spiritual uh eyesight and understand and see through some of this stuff yeah that's what's called having a biblical worldview and that's what we, as catholics you're supposed to have a biblical worldview the lenses that we wear should be the lenses of the gospel of jesus christ and everything yes. that we see should be filtered through those lenses and that's what yes. we should have no problem calling evil evil and calling yes evil yeah. yes and, and the confusion starts just when people don't you know they try to say well uh, you know i'm a democrat but i'm but i'm a catholic no, there's no such animal. You know, we're, wait, we're, we, we follow Christ. That is the only, uh, you know, he is the only uh, uh, allegiance that any of us have. It's yeah. not to any political party. It is to right. Christ and Christ crucified. Amen. Jesus 911 will continue picking uh, this topic up. We got more, more to say about uh, our relativistic society that cannot call evil evil and good good. Stick around. We'll be back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888 526 2151. Jesus 911, Soul Patrol, two man car. Little fact of history, before 1960, in America, not one black was Democrat. Every single black American before 1960 was a Republican. Uh, most people don't know, Martin Luther, Reverend, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Reverend Martin Luther King, a Baptist, he was a Republican. His dad was a Republican. His brother was a Republican. Uh, one of the great greatest voices during slavery uh, Frederick Douglass, here's what he said. Frederick Douglass, as, as, as he said, r right after the, uh, they were freed from slavery, he says, I am a Republican, a black, die-in-the-wool Republican, and I never intend to belong to any other party than the party of freedom and progress. I just mention that because a lot of people have amnesia. They don't know their history. Now, I will say this as a, as a Catholic. We see beyond politics, as me and Paul uh, We've uh, discussed this many times before. Ultimately, our allegiance is to Christ the King, the social kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's who, as Catholics, we have allegiance to. Now, our default position, we look at the parties and we see which party lines up, their party platform lines up with Catholic moral values and Catholic values on the sanctity of human life and, and, uh, and on, uh, on a marriage. And at this stage in human history, by far, the Republican Party does. But make no mistake, if the Republican Party, they start going off, uh, you know, off, off the, uh, 
off the off off the uh, reservation, we call them out on it as well. Paul, let's pick it up here. It says the messages of the writers also express an evil rarely seen in our nation's history. What makes it so sinister is not only what they say, but also how they say it. The protesters do not engage in normal discourse, but evil discourse. They scream and screech at police and passerby. Their speech is laced with the most obscene language as they insult others. And yet this abuse is viewed as normal by liberal media. The writers, here, here's something that most people don't catch. On, catch. The writers call down curses and death upon police officers and any opposition. Why is this not called evil? I mention this because the, the uh, founders of Black Lives Matter, Patricia Cullors, she says we specifically bring in witches, my, my sister witches, you know, part of her, her, her coven. We bring in witches to the riots and as people are rioting and destroying and burning, we have witches doing witchcraft and hexes and curses on the police and on City Hall and on the government officials as Antifa and Black Lives Matter are rioting. So, Paul, there's a nexus between these anarchists and Satanists and witches. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, we just need to wake up and, and see that and connect those dots because, um, again, God is the God of order. And Satan is the God, little g, of chaos. And so you're going to find that whenever his causes are being trumpeted, uh, it's going to draw in all types of satanic uh, groups. And that includes uh, Freemasonry, witches, all, you know. They're all they're all united under one cause, and that is under basically, Satan. They're under they're under united under their father Satan. Yes, yes, and 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 you say, well, wait a minute, I know lots of Freemasons, and and they're, and they're good people. Well, let me tell you something. Let me quote scripture to you. There's none good but God. Okay, and here's the re- and and yeah, and here's the reality. Um, Satan is the father of lies, and he, you know he just you know. What he does is he mixes truth with error, and it's a, it's, it's a lethal cocktail that will essentially bring you to ruin. And that's essentially you know, what's going on in our country right now. He has lied and lied, and they talk about this utopian uh, I, uh, you know, ideal that, uh, that, that Marxism can bring. You know, everybody's going to be treated the same. We're going to redistribute the wealth. We're going to do so many things, and, and the rich are bad. Well, go back and look at the communist revolution as it manifested itself in Russia uh, and and China and wherever it has tens of millions of horrible murders have taken place. Why? Because Satan is the God, little g, of destruction. He hates mankind because mankind bears the imago Dei and that mankind holds a special place uh, you know, uh, in, in the heart of God. Why? Because we're nothing short of a wedding gift to his divine son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Just don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Preach it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so. Paul, the article talks about the Satanist connection. If you want to, if you see that, if you want to yeah. pick it up from there, yeah. the Satanist connection. Yeah. If all these things are not enough, then the melding of radical leftist politics with Satanism should be convincing proof of cooperation with evil. Satan proudly claims for himself a universal association with evil. Again, 
There is no attempt to hide the political activism of witches and Satanists amid the unrest. The, uh, to dispel any doubt, the witches appear in black using satanic symbols, skulls, incantations, and ritual. Um, numerous books with spells and hexes instruct protesters how to invoke help from the occult. For example, Michael M. Hughes' book, Magic for the Resistance, Rituals and Spells for Change, contains an incantation for every political occasion. Wow. One yeah, can you imagine that, Jess? One provocative chapter is titled, Witch, Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell. <laughs> what, a, what, a, mm, what an acronym. What an acronym, yeah. The liberal establishment appears to have embraced this connection in its efforts to enlist everyone against the current administration. And just we're not Trump. It, that was under Trump, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Was yeah, under and Trump. We're not, we're, yeah. And we're not making this stuff up. I mean, uh, when you read those emails from Hillary uh, Clinton to Podesta and they talked about spirit cooking and all of those things, those are occultic practices. And we need to wake up and see, folks, we're in a war. It is hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, and we need to do everything that – resist the devil, Christ says, and he will flee yeah. from you. Paul, you want to pick and, it up, Jess? Yeah, and the left, they're wedded, they're wedded with a Satanist. They are, they, yes. are, uh, they are basically tied at the hip, the political yep. left. Uh, and, That's and, right. And, and it's very interesting that our Lord says in Matthew 25, 31, when he talks about the general judgment, he says, and to those – on the left, the goats, they will be damned. Those on the right, the sheep, those will be saved. Left and right are biblical terms in the Old and New mm -hmm. Testament. The left is always a reference to damnation. The right is always a reference to salvation. It's very, and that, you, you see it with St. Dismas. He was to the right of Jesus. He was saved. Lord, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. This day you will be mm -hmm. with me in paradise. Matt Luke 24. Dismas, mm -hmm. nice. the thief on the left, he was damned. He reviled Christ yeah. and rebuked him and died. He died in mortal sin. He was damned. Uh, and so when somebody goes around pounding their chest, I'm from the left. I'm saying, dude, you know what you're saying? That biblical language yeah. means you're going to hell. Dude, watch what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. And, and then just liberal, the idea of liberal. Think about it. Satan is the first liberal. You know, he wanted he wanted to be a free thinker. He wanted his thoughts outside of, you know, what, you know, uh, you know, under underneath what God had called him to be. And he, he wanted to be something other than what God had created him to be. So that's what liberalism is. Yeah. Uh, the exactly. world constantly wants to cut the cord and detach ourselves from God. Uh, we, you know, we can, uh, you know, God made Adam and Eve. He created, he created a male and female. No, we, we want LGBTQ alphabet right. soup. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. And what happens when you remove yourself uh, when you disconnect or detach yourself from God, like Adam and Eve did, what happens? The consequences are you move your you remove yourself from under God's patriarchal authority, and no, now you're on your own. Mm -hmm. And on your own, without God, it's uh, you're walking to the valley of the shadow of death. You're walking. It, it, it's not. It's not going to turn out well. In yes, order right. to be protected in this life, we must be. Living in a state of grace and and yes. and doing the will of God. What is Amen. God's will for my life? When you do the will of God, 
when you're obedient to the gospel, as Paul says in Romans 1, 5 and Romans 16, 26, obedient to the gospel, you put yourself under God's patriarchal protection and you're protected by God. When you remove yourself from God's patriarchal protection because you want to do your will and not God's will like Adam and Eve, well, you get banished from the Garden of Eden and you're exiled and now you're you're left to your own devices and you're left to to your own concupiscence and you're going to crash and burn. Yeah, let me quote scripture. Um, There's a way that seems right to a man, but that way leads to death. Period. Mic drop. Listen, yeah. It, yeah. It, you know, we're not doing the Frank Sinatra here. You know, I did it my way. You, you're going to do it God's way or you're not going to do it at all. You're going to spend eternity in hell. That's what's going on. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Let me finish this last cu- paragraph. This is good. It says here. The website Mashable reports that witch covens are actively engaged in hexing police, which they accuse of brutality. They also cast spells asking protection for protesters confronting the police. The hashtag witches for BLM teaches witches how to cast these spells and hexes. The hashtag garnered 10 million views on the TikTok app. Instagram's magic resistance promotes a similar mix of paganism and politics. Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Colors and the BLM Los Angeles chapter co-founder Melinda Abdullah released a conversation where they discuss summoning up dead spirits, that's called necromancy, that energized their activism. They said this, quote, we've become very intimate with the spirits we call on regularly, close quote, Abdullah claimed. They, they, both of them also said, quote, each of them seems to have a different presence and personality, close quote. In other words, the founders of the Black Lives Matter cavort with the devil, plain and simple. Comment, Paul. Yeah. Uh, Mic drop moment. uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Listen, uh, uh, the Catholic Mass is God's remedy, okay? And that's why uh, it's important uh, that that Mass be uh, preserved as reverently as possible because because it is the greatest prayer on planet earth everything that we're talking about is really satan's uh counterfeit and the mass is the answer to crush it amen wake up america don't hit the snooze button global warming alert jesus is coming back are you ready as a good football or baseball coach or basketball coach may tell you hey young man Make sure you leave it all out on the field. I'm telling you, me and Paul Claire are telling you, before you die, make sure you leave it all out on the field for Jesus. Amen. And uh, Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to our assistance. Lord, make haste to help us. Remember, church, evil never rests. Let us fight together until the end of our life. God bless you. Keep the faith. <laughs>